I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. What is the missing link, you think, to uh, putting the ball back in the back of the net again? No, I... You know, we we started the we started the season pretty uh, stable, you know. And uh, last week we kind of had a a rough patch of being a little bit too loose on the defensive side. So, you know, we we wanted to go back to the basics and focus on what made us what makes us strong and you know hard to beat. So, you know, I, I think everyone saw against Portland, we were very disciplined. You know, everyone fought for each other, and you know. Even though it was a tough game and we didn't score, I still think we had the better chances. So For LA, it doesn't matter if it's college football and USC's coming to town, mm-hmm. it's the Lakers in the NBA, or it's the Galaxy and LAFC. Mm-hmm. Have you been here long enough to get a little taste of that and what it means to people? No, I actually haven't been able to play the Galaxy here at home yet. Um, so or any of the LA teams, so you know I'm excited for this for this game for sure. I heard it's going to be a you know a packed house, so you know we're pumped to to play a you know a tough game at home, and uh, we're going to try to use the crowd as the as an advantage. How much does it mean to get eight of the next twelve at home? Not just playing in front of the home fans, but mm-hmm. also not having to travel and. How much fresher do you feel? Does that give you just a little extra spark when you've got to make that one key run at that moment in a game? Yeah, it, it always helps playing at home. You know, I, I think we've showed that we're a strong team at home, and we, you know, I think any home team wants to take advantage of that. So that we're going to still take it a game at a time and focus on LA, and that, that's that's our goal right now. We're just going to take it a game at a time and focus on what made us strong. You know, take a little bit further steps forward, like take some steps forward. After after the Portland game, and um, you know, try to win on on Saturday. All things considered, with the, the rotation in the lineup because of health and all that, six and nine on the road, you're pretty happy where the team stands after the six and nine. Yeah, um, I think we could have got even more points, honestly. Uh, against Toronto, we kind of let that one slip away, and uh, you know. Uh, SKC, we also kind of had the bigger chances even though we lost, and those were times where we had a lot of injuries. So, you know, it, it is what it is. We're, we're still, we're just going to look forward. We're, we're focused on, we're back on track of what made us strong, and, you know, we just want to continue what we showed in Portland and, you know, focus on being a little bit better attacking-wise and but still having our foundation of being a tough team to, to, to score on. All right, we'll move to Kamal. Good day, Bobby. Hope you're doing well. Um, 
it probably sounds a bit silly, so I apologise. Mm. But, but how much of your role changes when you play alongside uh, Sergio up top as opposed to, to you just being the, the point man? Does it, does it change a lot? Uh, not really. You know, I, tr- I still try to do do me, you know, uh, focus on what, what brings my game and how I can, what my strengths help the team the most you know um playing with Sergio it's it's great we have another big body up there that that likes to fight work hard you know goes up for headers so it's it's it, it just takes a little bit of uh it, it it just takes a little bit of the banging up I guess you could say off of me um but other than that you know we 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 adapt to any any situation like we've had to have had to do all season with the injuries we've had, the different formations. So, uh, you know, I, we don't think too much about that, honestly. Um, I do want to ask you about Sergio. I asked this question to Pablo a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago. He gave an interesting answer. You're all, you're older than, than Sergio, but you're coming from, from Germany, from mm-hmm. the same country in the same league, essentially. You know, it's interesting because when you look at him, he's, he's so big and powerful and he's strong and he's fast and he's got a good touch. And when he mm-hmm. shoots, it looks, it looks pretty, but... But historically, he just hasn't scored a ton of goals, Bobby, over mm-hmm. the course of his career, which is which is which is kind of strange. But where is he at developmentally, in your opinion? Does he does he still is he is he making runs that he should make, or is he still learning? Help me understand. No, I mean, yeah, he's he's coming to a new league, you know. Um, whatever his history is, he's a he's a great player, and you know he does things for the team that maybe you guys don't see, see statistically, and. Um, you know, I think he has all the attributes to to score goals. I think he will score his goals. Where I don't think anyone anyone on the team is worried about that. I, he he works hard and you know he gives it his all for the team, and that's what that's what we're about right now. So um, you know, it's not a one man show. Whoever scores scores, uh, but um, we're we're just gonna work hard as a team. And I don't I don't think he he has that pressure to score goals or anything like that. Um, and then lastly, for me. Um how draining was that start to the year? I um, mm-hmm. I didn't want to ask Pablo this, but at the end of the game against Portland, he looked really mm-hmm. tired. Um, and maybe yeah. I'll bring it up with him today. But but was it was it pretty exhausting the first couple of months of the season? Um, who, who looked tired? Pablo, sorry, Mastroini, oh. your, your manager, he just looked oh. exhausted. Did he? Ah, he's he's full of energy, man. <laughs> I don't think he really runs out of energy. That's his. So. I, he always wants 100%. That's what he he commands, you know. That's what he demands all every day. So I I don't think I don't think the team felt that in any way. I think we were all tired. It was a hard fought, very exhausting physically and mentally to just grind out to grind out that point and, you know, fight for the 100 minutes we did. So I don't I, I, I didn't notice anything, honestly. All right, Caleb? Yeah, uh, you mentioned that you guys are trying to go back to the fundamentals in your training. Um, and against Portland, you know, the defense was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you mentioned now you're trying to focus on the attack. Yeah. So what exactly, what are you guys working on in practices uh, to try and improve the attack? You know, just our movement. You know, uh, against Portland, we were very... We just wanted to get back to the basics, and that was what we focused on. And now at home, you know, we, we're going to try to take, build off of that. You know, after losing two pretty, pretty rough games, it was important for us to to go back to basics and you know, 
find our foundation and we did that against Portland and now we're just going to focus on attacking and that's just you know off basically more off ball movement uh, kind of uh, trying to take advantage of LA's weaknesses of you know running in behind you know just just constantly moving I think we needed to do that a little bit more you know making harder runs into space uh, especially being how deep how deep we were against Portland I think it's important to you know make those sacrificing runs into space to to drop drop the team back and uh, you know we're, we're gonna have to take those next next steps against LA this weekend speaking of LA um, what have you seen from them and what, what are you most looking forward to in this matchup no it's it's gonna be a very tough game um, you know they're up there for a reason LA they always got the quality players and um, you know the individual players that can kind of decide a game and you know we, we just have to put our chests out and you know be ready for anything and I think we've done well against them the past this you know last season and we just have to build that confidence and you know show that we're the home team and you know make everything difficult and that's what that's what made us good and that's what we're going to try to do this weekend you know kind of make them feel that they shouldn't be here awesome thanks joseph you got anything yeah just one for me uh i am personally of a mind that it would be good to have some more older forwards in the U.S. men's national team pool. And you obviously mm-hmm. played for the U.S. national team a few years back, but haven't really gotten any call-ups with Greg Berhalter. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that something that you're still aspiring to and yeah. potentially playing in the World Cup this coming fall? Yeah, I think um, that's any any player's goal to, to play with the national team. But, you know, it, it is what it is. I haven't been in contact with him or anything, but, you know, I'm just focusing on on my job here and you know that's what that's what matters to me and you know as long as I do my thing I can hope to to get the call up if not then you know it is what it is but right now I'm all about ourselves.